Time now for the morning line here on KMA. Uh, Iowa Senator Joni Ernst is among the lawmakers once again calling for tougher regulations against immigrants accused in major crimes. It's called Sarah's Law. And the senator is on the line this morning with more on this development and others from the nation's capital. Good morning to you, Senator. Hey, it's great to be with you, Mike. Thanks so much. Now, are you, in fact, in Washington right now? I am. Um, we are still debating uh, various provisions for a supplemental funding bill that would fund uh, military activities overseas, as well as border security. We'll get to those issues in just a moment. Nice segue, Mike. But first of all, we want to talk about Sarah's Law. This is something you and uh, Congressman Randy Feenstra proposed a year ago in Congress, and actually that it goes back a few years before that. Can you kind of remind us about how Sarah's Law is connected to the issue with illegal immigrants in this country? Yes. Um, most folks in our area, Mike, do remember the story about Sarah Root, she was a young, incredible woman, had just graduated from college on the very day that she was struck and killed by an illegal immigrant who was drag racing um, under the influence of alcohol. Uh, so she did die from the injuries sustained uh, by that, uh, that illegal immigrant hitting her in his vehicle. And he was taken to jail, but the federal officials declined to detain him. So he was released on bond and disappeared. Mike was never seen again. It has been eight years since this offender was released and disappeared. Sarah's family has had absolutely no justice. Um, so what we have proposed yet once again is Sarah's Law, which would simply require ICE to detain any illegal who seriously hurt or killed an American so that that person will have their day in court. They have to face justice. Um, it's common sense. I mean, and most people I talk to, they can't believe that this is not already law. Um, so again, it's eight years after the death of Sarah Root, and her family still has not seen justice. Since you and uh, Congressman Feenstra reintroduced this bill last year, what do you believe are the roadblocks you have encountered that have kept this bill from moving through in the Senate and eventually through the full Congress? Well, a lot of the folks on the left that I will talk to about this, they just don't want to draw attention to the issue, and they would just rather it go away. Um, but fact of the matter is we are seeing more and more of this, especially as we have seen nearly 9 million illegal immigrants come into the country since Joe Biden took office. We're seeing it on the news every day where these illegals are, are just running rampant, um, whether it's gang activity, whether it is human trafficking, um, certainly the fentanyl trafficking that we see, and uh, these types of crimes where uh, you see the loss of American lives. Um, they don't want to draw attention to it, but it's becoming so overwhelming. I believe at some point we will be joined by some Democrats because you can't 
continue to ignore an issue that exists and puts pain in these families' lives. So I am hoping that with the crisis at the border, with everything we're seeing in our communities today, these Democrats will come on board and help support this common sense legislation. Along those lines, the U.S. Senate yesterday voted on the border security bill that also had ties to uh, aid to Israel and Ukraine, and that failed on a 60 to 59 vote. What was your vote on that particular bill, and what, what are your thoughts as to why it didn't pass in the Senate yesterday? Yes, and what we did, and and I voted no on um, moving the package forward. So it's a lot of procedural votes that we go through in the United States Senate. Um, So my vote is one where we didn't move on to the bill because we do have more to do. And unfortunately, I think James Lankford, who is the senator, the Republican senator that was negotiating the border security part, I think he actually has done an incredible job. Um, He really worked well, uh, given that we are a minority here in the United States Senate, um, on trying to make changes to asylum laws, to be able to deport people sooner, Um, you know, to make sure that we're not bringing illegals into the country, just catching and releasing them. There was a lot of misinformation that unfortunately was put out by a number of people. I can't point, I'm not going to point the finger at any one person, but a lot of misinformation about the bill was put out there, things that it did not do. Um, So what we've decided to do is set that package aside for now and try and find a path forward on border security that might be acceptable to the House. Um, So we will go through a series of votes starting today, maybe around noon or so, um, again trying to address Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan, and the border. So we're not done yet, and we'll see a series of amendments that will come up I am hopeful we can get something done and have a product to send to the House. So, again, yes, the the first iteration failed yesterday. I voted no on that package, um, but we'll continue to work to find the right path forward. What are the items that you believe need to be included in that bill in order for it to be palpable for the House Republicans who have said that they're not going to vote on really any package right now? Right. And that's the problem is that the House has said they really don't want to vote on a package, which makes our job extremely difficult. Uh, We have to acknowledge that there is a crisis at the border and it needs to be addressed. And so one of the provisions that was in the Senate package that people got very confused about was this 5,000 number. And so many of my colleagues said that legitimizes turning loose 5,000 illegal migrants into the United States every day. And it doesn't. That is uh, actually a lie. That is a, um, an absolute um, misinterpretation, maybe would be a softer way of putting it. Um, but it is intellectually dishonest to say that we would be allowing 5,000 people a day into the United States. It means once 5,000 people come to the border a day, the border shuts down and we detain every one of those individuals. They are detained and the border shuts down, period. And the border can be shut down for a maximum of 270 days 
in this first year. That's a lot of time to shut the border down, which would be significant. I, I thought that's what the American people were asking for right now was to shut the border down. But then the counter argument is that Joe Biden doesn't follow current law, so why would he follow this new law? So that is a good argument. But what I would say is that uh, any tools that we can get into law right now, when you have a future president that is serious about containing uh, the crisis at the border, he would have those tools, he or she would have those tools at the ready and would be able to implement those laws on day one without having to argue through the Supreme Court, et cetera, et cetera. So I do think that we need to find a path forward, um, but we're just getting a lot of pushback, both from the, the very far right and from the very far left. Um, so if you've got a product where people in the middle are agreeing, it's probably a pretty good product. But we have a lot more work to do. Senator, I'm sure we'll talk more about this issue in the future, but right now we've run fresh out of time. We thank you very much for taking time out to do this, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Have a good rest of the day. You too, Mike. Thank you. That's Iowa Senator Joni Ernst on the Morning Line here on KMA.